most of the decisions we um, people make in life, right? Um, it's very important that we understand that the conditioning, right, that we have background-wise, um, childhood-wise, the mindset that we have, most times they are faulty and they are poor. So most people make decisions based on the faulty mindset and the poor conditioning. And so as a result of that, you realize that you trying to become someone, you trying to attain success, you're giving in your best, right? But, you know, you know how to win things. Now, we look at the mindset, we look at the belief system, right? This is what is stopping most people in their tracks. This is what is keeping most people in their rut. So I decided I was going to have professionals and experts who I had depth in um, personal development and self-improvement topics, right? That's a mobile talking about the conditioned mind. And I agree with her 100%. The conditioned mind is something that we have to battle with every single day. We don't even know we have a conditioned mind. So learning that she, in her podcasting mission, wants to interview people to give insight into our conditioned minds and learn from others what we can do to uncondition it, even a tiny little bit, because it's very, very tough to do. I know, I've been trying. <laughs> Omobola is my first ever guest from West Africa. I apologise for the sound quality because she was in a room that was very echoey. So I've done my darndest to try and get the sound quality better. Omobola does some amazing stuff, some incredible work in West Africa to help the consciousness of people and their conditioned mind. Plus, she does some amazing media stuff as well. Enjoy. Staying Alive UK. Share your story. Hi, Mobula. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm fine. Um, Michael, thanks for inviting me to the show. Thank you for coming on the show and you're officially my first West African guest. So well done to you. All right. It's a pleasure once again to have come into the show, Michael. And I'm looking forward to, you know, having a great interview with you, Michael. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm really interested to hear your story. So let me get started by asking the first question that I ask all my guests, which is, um, tell me a little bit about you. Um, that is, where were you born? Have you moved around? Um, how about your education, your first job, maybe, and then your career progression? And then when did you decide to, to go it alone and do all the wonderful things that you're doing? And then we can talk about those in detail as well. So over to you, Immobola. All uh, right. Thank you once again, Michael. Right, my name is Omobola, Stephen Wise. Um, I'm a podcast host just like Michael, right? I think my background introduction will suffice, right? I came really from a dysfunctional family setting. Now, uh, I grew up, right, um, being a lonely child and the only child of my parents. 
quite right. Um, but my background upbringing wasn't really that comfortable for me. And I always think that in life, there's always a reason for everything, right? I had a lot of childhood trauma, right, in this regard. And this really affected my self-esteem, my self-worth, my self-value, you know, and my self-confidence and really impacted negatively on my relationships, quite right. You know, with time, with the passage of time, while I was growing up, I began to ask questions, right? I had a lot of people in my space that I was looking up to, right, for the answers that I needed in my life. But at the end of the day, they were not giving me the right answers that I needed. And so, because I had my intuition spot on at the time, I decided it was time for me to look inwards, right, for the answers that were sticking outside from people, right? The answers came calling Immediately, I began to look inwards for the answers, right? I was asking questions about my life, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, at a point in my life, I couldn't get my bearing, I couldn't get my identity, I'd lost it. So um, the, the answers begin to come in, um, come in almost immediately. Oh, Mobola, this is the reason why all this is happening to you, right? You need to go through this route in your life in order for you to be able to embrace um, the changes that are coming along in your path. And so at that point in time, I began to realize and I began to appreciate all the traumatic experiences I had well as a childhood, right? Going forward, you know, at those times I decided it was time for me to, you know, personally improve on myself because I've gotten an understanding or a grasp of what um, I really wanted out of life and how my life had turned out to be at that time. So I began to personally develop my, myself, right? Quite right, I went to a university, I got a degree in Bachelor of Science, Women Communications, right, Legacy University School of Communication, and I really had a great time, right, doing it, because afterwards I went to a media school to obtain a professional certification in media presentation and social media optimization strategies, but that wasn't really enough for me, right, because I was hungry for change, I was hungry for my identity, right, so at that point I decided to go online and search for ways I can really get improved on myself. So um, I began to um, enroll for professional certification. So I got a lot of certifications, right? I didn't know that these certifications and this professional, um, this experience I garnered along this path. I didn't know it was going to, you know, uh, work well for me in the future. So I personally developed myself. And when it was 2019, you know, I got a break, right? I, I decided I was hungry, right, um, for another change, right? And I decided to look inwards. Michael, at this stage, I need to tell you that most of the answers that I needed in life came to um, my being looking inwards, right? I always look forward uh, inwards to the hand uh, for the answers and always get the answers almost immediately, right? Because I'm a very spiritual person in this regard. So I decided I wanted to improve myself, right? I wanted to be a media presenter. So I tried my hands on um, different media outlets, right? Wanting to be, uh, you know, a producer of a, of a major um, show, right? But I, just, I realized that it wasn't really coming because of finances and the time slot. So I went online, you know, checked for you know, how I can be able to host a show, I bumped into podcasting in 2019, right? But I didn't really know much about podcasting while I was a blogger at the same time because I do blog. 
So uh, while I was navigating some basic features in my WordPress account, I bumped into this podcasting again. And wow, this is really interesting me. So I decided this is really what I'm going to go into. I went online once again and I realized that podcast is very flexible, simple, right? And, you know, very adaptable. So I decided I was going to try this medium of um, communicate, communicating. And that is how I bumped into podcasting. And that is how I evolved with podcasting. I've been doing podcasting for over two years now. And now... Now, I did 100 episodes, right, while in my first season. And after the first um, ep- first uh, 100 episodes, I was hungry for more, right? I wanted to begin to interview a guest. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. So I decided to look inward for the answers once again, you know, and the answers came on mobile app. You're going to have guests come into the show, right? So I went um, to my Facebook page, you know, I connected with uh, podcast promotion platforms on Facebook page. You know, I, I submitted an application that I was looking for a guest who's going to come on my show. And lo and behold, Michael, I had almost 50 guests who showed interest to be on the show. Yeah. And since then, you know, it's been, you know, um, really been a worthwhile podcasting career for me till that. Great. Um, it's amazing. Now, um, where where were you born originally? All right. I was born in Nigeria, West Africa. Nigeria. Yeah. Sure. sure. Great. Uh, afterwards, I had, I had my ed- education in Nigeria. I had my university in Nigeria. Most of my professional certifications, I had it there. And after a while, I moved on to Canada with my family. I had uh, a good time in Canada. Then I decided... I was going to move over to um, New York, right? So most of my recordings I shoot in New York. Um, so I, I, what I do now is that I, I move from New York to Lagos. So that's just what I do for now. Okay. So you went from uh, Nigeria to Canada and then from Canada to New York and then back to Lagos. Is that right? Yes, right. For now. I'm in West Africa, right, for now, because I have other projects that I handle over in West Africa. Okay, brilliant. So you've traveled quite a bit, so uh, that's very interesting. And um, when you were doing, um, you mentioned something about the personal development that you started to embark on. How did that come about? So what I mean with that is, what kind of personal development did you search for and how did you find the right thing for you? Right. Thank you for that, Michael. I had always loved writing. Writing has been my passion, right? I loved writing. So uh, aside being a blogger, because my, for my, my passion for writing, I decided to be a personal development blogger and a relationship blogger. So I do that. Now, um, personally developing myself in terms of my skill set and my gift set, Right, I know that I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a writer. I know, excuse me, I know that I can communicate well, right? And so I decided to harness those gifts. So I went online as such for you know communication skills that I can enhance, you know, along the path. So I got skilled in my communication skills, and also I got um, skilled in my confidence, right? Because I had people who trained me in my public speaking because I realized that um, communication also goes hand in hand with public speaking. Now, you want to be a podcast host, you have to be able to speak confidently. You yes. also have to be able to, you know, whether you like it or not, 
even though you're hosting a co-host guest or you have a guest or two guests on the show, it doesn't have to be multiple or millions of people in front of you. Once you're able to appear before the media, right, you need to be personally improve yourself, public speaking. So I, I got, I improved myself in public speaking. And so it went a long way to help my self-confidence, Michael. Self-confidence is very important. Where yeah. I am at this very stage in my podcasting career, I can tell you categorically that self-confidence that brought me here. Because I realized that self-confidence makes you look sexy, right? Self-confidence, what? sure. It can, you know, it, it takes you to places. There are people that have received on my um, on my show that I never, never thought they were going to be on my show, right? Now, self-confidence doesn't come easy. You have to just walk on it, right? Sometimes I stay on, on the mirror. I look at myself, you know, I'm trying to like, you know, practice some stuff, right? You know, don't see myself as if, you know, probably I'm intervening gas, you know. You know, I think that personally developing yourself is really hard work, but you just have to, you know, improve on it. And I also believe in the law of attraction. I believe that once you hunger for something, Right, you send in a, a universe, you send an information to the universe, and universe in turn grant to your request. And so that's what has happened to me. So because I had built self-confidence, personal capacity in this regard, I was able to have a lot of you know award-winning and season expert on my show, and I can really accrue to my self-confidence and also you know being a uh, having a positive outlook towards life and also improving myself along the path. Because as a podcast host, I have gone to a lot of challenges. Right. Sometimes you have guests who want to be on the show and they're not showing up. And sometimes, you know, they, they can sometimes they can irritate you like, oh, Amobola, I'm coming over now or I'm not coming over. Sometimes they tell you, Amobola, you need to give me the questions and if not, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to show up. So there's so many stops, you know, that is behind the scene. But if you're not, uh, if you're not built personal capacity in this regard, if you're not building self-confidence, if you don't know your value, if you are not really prepared, for what you want in life, I think one can easily give up. So that's what has kept me going to this very moment. Right. Okay. Got it. And so that was more in terms of your development in, you know, doing podcasting and building your confidence in public speaking, which is great. But you also mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, something about your childhood that then forced you to search out personal development. Is that right? Am I, did I get that right? You're right. So what, when, when you came out of your childhood or in your childhood, how did you manage that? How did you decide to do that personal development side of it? Excuse me. Right at that point, that uh, I was going to a lot of adversities, right? Because I was searching for my true identity. Within, yes. I knew, yes, within, I knew that I was made for more. Within, I, I knew that the challenges I was going to, I was bigger than it. You know, there's a voice that tells me that a mobile, you're bigger than this, a mobile, you, you're made for more. But, you know, I was just confused about life. These are the voices that are speaking to me, that are encouraging me, but I was just lost. How am I going to get out of this rut? So these are the questions I keep asking myself. I think it was really persistent, right? I was really hungry for it. And you can really tell it 
tell it, you can even see it in every fiber in me. And I think that it's very important also, as I said earlier, it's because of my underpants, right? I think it was what made the journey so easy for me because at that point, while I was seeking for the answers, right, it was then uh, the universe kept sending me responses. You know, it began to bring in opportunities because the way God or the way the universe responds to our answers is by bringing opportunities our way, right? Everyone is not going to come down. God is not going to come down to answer us. So it's going to send opportunities that aligns to your vision, to your goals, to your prospect. So the opportunities came for me to improve myself, right? I wanted to be a podcast host, right? And I decided... Right. Yes. So I decided I was going to personally improve myself. So I went to a media school for a professional certification, right? In media presentation and production. So I was able to, you know, um, moved up to the ladder, being uh, um, personally um, prepared, right? In media skills. So when I began podcasting, although I I began as a solo podcaster, but it has really helped me because I had improved myself. So I always emphasize personal development and building personal capacity in any regard when you're looking forward to become a brand or you're looking forward to achieving sources. I think it's very important. Okay, got it. All right, that makes that makes a lot of sense then. So let me let me try and capture it in a couple of sentences. Basically, because of some of the troubles that you had, you got the message basically to become a podcast host and then you took a education in the kind of comedia school and then that took you then that that started getting you prepared for doing the podcasting and in in the podcasting what is the aim of your podcast what are you trying what's the message that you're trying to get out there so for example my podcast it's about hearing people's journeys their stories from you know as i mentioned before from where they were born their education their career and then in the you know then running their own business uh, to try and help other people that are either running their own businesses but also those that want to start um so what is the purpose for your podcast? Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, my podcast focuses on self-improvement and personal development. Now, it's a disruptive mind shift content that I produce, right? I emphasize on disruptive because um, the reason why I decided I was going to have a disruptive podcast, right? Because I realized that most of the decisions we um, people make in life, right, um, it's very important that we understand that the conditioning, right, that we have background-wise, um, childhood-wise, the mindset that we have, most times they are faulty and they are poor. So most people make decisions based on the faulty mindset and the poor conditioning. And so as a result of that, you realize that you're trying to become someone, you're trying to attain success, you're giving in your best, right? But, you know, you know how to win this. Now, we look at the mindset, we look at the belief system. Right. This is what is stopping most people in their tracks. This is what is keeping most people in their rut. So I decided I was going to have professionals and experts who are adept in um, personal development and self-improvement topics. Right. Be it business, be it spirituality, be it relationships. Right. Education, career. 
but they have disruptive mind shift content that is going to change and transform the mindset of my listeners, of my guests. So that was the reason why I decided I was going to have such a podcast and it's really been worthwhile uh, podcasting for me till that. Great. So when disruptive, could you expand on that a little bit? What do you mean with disruptive? Yeah. By disruptive, I mean that we are going to move from just the normal way, from just the norm, from just the norm. Like sometimes you, you just realize that, oh, I've been doing this thing in this way, yeah. but I'm not getting results. You know, sometimes they say, people tell us that, or the school of thought says, you keep doing something the same way, you can get, you keep getting the same result. So you need to change. Sometimes you need to alter. Sometimes you need to shift your beliefs. Sometimes yeah. you need to you know, alter your mindset. So that's where disruptive comes in, right? So when listeners, when audience, right, have been taking a particular decision of this stops and it's not working for them, why can't they just decide that they want to do things differently? They just want to go another route. Maybe, who knows, things can change. So that's the reason why disruptive uh, podcast content comes in. Yeah, it, I mean... It's it's interesting. I I don't know about you, but certainly, you know what what I've experienced and I'm still experiencing is that, as you quite rightly said, our minds are so conditioned. You know, where our minds are conditioned by our parents, our teachers, even by ourselves, by the media, by advertising, by society, by the world, and it's very difficult to, you know, decide your own journey because you have so many influences and conditioning around you. And, I mean, you said how many different episodes have you done now on your podcast? Right. Um, presently, I have 250, I think 56 episodes to date. And this 256. Is my yeah. Sure. That's amazing. So in those 256 episodes, there is must be so much fantastic disruptive advice. And my question for you is, how do people, well, you know, when they're listening to that podcast, that's great. How do they go from, you know, let's say there's an episode that resonates with them because not every single episode would resonate with everybody but some people are listening and they go yeah that's what I want to try and do I want to change myself I, d I don't know all the content that that's in your interviews but how do people then take that and implement it in their lives what advice would you have for them? excuse me uh one thing that's very important is that I always emphasize taking action, right? And I know that you quite agree with me, agree with me on this, right? You know, it's not just about listening. It's not just about reading up. It's about taking action where necessary, right? Yeah. Implementing those actions, right? So I emphasize that. In as much that you, you hunger for change, you hunger for success and whatever, right? Even uh, in as much as, oh, this podcast episode resonates with, you know, what I'm going to, this is just what I need at this point in time. I tell my audience, right, you need to take action where necessary, right? Be spirituality, be relationship-wise, 
right? So I think um, taking action is what I want to emphasize on, right? Because if you're not going to take action, things are not going to change. No. But then how would they take the action? What do they need to do? Right. Um, sometimes you need a therapist. Um, if you're going to trauma because of art um, guests who, who, who are coaches who are therapists, especially when it comes to mental health, right, um, and um, health and wellness. So um, they get to meet experts who are adept in mental health issues, for example, or health and wellness, right? If it's very important for you to consult a therapist, right, in this regard. Now it's not a, a, a compulsory stop. It's just optional. If it's very important for you to do so, you do that. So I also um, believe that um, we also have our own self-will. We want to do this, fine. If you don't want to do this, nobody's, um, you know, um, forcing you to do that. But it's always very important to reach out to people when necessary, to people who you know that they have the solution at hand, right? So that's just it. Okay. I mean, the... I mean, I'm sure you realize that, you know, change, making any kind of change is quite tough, isn't it? Um, because if we're so conditioned, then sometimes it's great to listen to advice, but at the end of the day, it's still philosophy. You know, when you listen to advice from people, it's, it may sound interesting, but it's still <laughs> philosophy. It's not real. It hasn't happened for you yet. But it is, how can you make it happen? And um, I mean, it's just a, a thought process that has worked for me. And that is once people have a big enough why they think they should change, you know, if they have a big enough why to begin with, then that make, may help them to take the first step. Um, the other thing is that people think they've got to take, you know, they want it immediately, you know, once they've decided they want to change, they want to change. They want it to happen overnight, you know, and we know, you will know as well as I do, that it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you've got to make small steps to get there. So if, if I'm just kind of thinking out loud, really, I mean, I, I will listen to some of your episodes. And what advice would you give people for, um, in your experience, because you can only talk from your experience, what has worked for you in terms of starting the process of changing yourself? Right. Thank you for that Milan um, question, Michael. Um, what has really worked for me, right, is that... Uh, I always welcome change, right? I always welcome change because I believe that we all need change to grow, right? right? We all need change to become a better person. So I always envisage and emphasize change. Wherever changes come knocking at your door, just open the door and welcome it because you need this change in order to grow and in order to be able to embrace what is ahead of you, right? Because at this very point that we have, we don't know what's going to happen next, right? If you're hungry to become probably uh, the biggest uh, blogger in town, right? You're not going to it's, it's not going to happen overnight, just as you said earlier, right? You're mm -hmm. going to take small steps, right? And how can you get there? 
Sometimes adversities are going to come in, right? Sometimes challenges are going to come in, right? In order to prepare you. Now, if you don't welcome these challenges, if you don't welcome these adversities, if you don't embrace all these um, um, experiences that comes to you, then you can't go. Then you're not ready to be, you know, at the place that you're aspiring for. So this is what has really helped me thus far. I always embrace change, although most times they're bitter, traumatic, right? I always believe, right? Always have the positive outlook that, you know, sometimes I, these things come to me because there's something greater that is ahead. So that's the positive outlook that I always have about life. And so it always helps me, it serves as a consolation, as a comforter to me, you know, when I do that. And it also helps me because at the end of the day, I get to that point that I look forward to. And I'm always, you know, happy that I had gone through that route, right? Because if I don't allow that change, and if I didn't go to the route, I won't be able to manage or undo, you know, the new change, you know, that has come my way. Okay. So embracing change, basically, is the message from you. You know, embrace change in terms of self-improvement and also being open to things that come your way and saying yes, if, if it means a change, um, don't be fearful, just go for it. Is that right? Sure. Sure. And uh, I can I can also add to it that you need to personally improve yourself. That's very critical and important, right? Whatever you want to become in life, right? Even though you're looking forward to become the next Michael DeGroot, right, in the future, you can just open overnight. You're going to really work on yourself, right? Work on your values, right? If you need to change them, if you need to reevaluate them, you need to also work on your relationships, right? If they're not serving any purpose, you need to work on that. You also need to work on your own habits, your own lifestyles. If they're not serving any purpose in your life, then you need to get rid of them. So there's so many things. The totality of who you are needs to, you know, need to be reevaluated, right? When it comes to embracing change and becoming the best version of yourself, it's very important, right? In, um, personally improve yourself. If you know you're a, you're a good writer, you can go online, you know, check for online courses in writing, get yourself, get yourself more knowledge in writing. If you want to boost your self-confidence, your self-worth, there's so many tools and strategies that are out there online, right? Perhaps you can reach out to, you know, consultants, coaches, mentors who can help you in this regard. And I tell you, if you open up yourself, right, to all these experiences, you're going to be better for it. Great. Okay. And what what are some of the other things that you do, Omobala? Is is there something else that you're involved with as well, other than the kind of personal development and improvement kind of podcast? Yeah, sure. I'm also an online media consultant. Now, what we do in my company is that uh, we help aspiring um, publishers, book publishers, right? Be he publishing in KDP, print, right? Ebooks, right? So we help um, organizations to accomplish that. Online digital marketing, we do that also. I have a customer service consultancy, right, to clients both um, locally, hybrid or virtual training. So I do that also. I'm a serial entrepreneur. So anything online media, I think, uh, you know, my company is good to go. Okay. So what, what, what specifically is this to get more brand awareness or more sales or what specifically are you helping people with? Yeah, with customer service, right? We offer customer service training to uh, media uh, to organizations, right? Both locally and internationally, do hybrid and also virtual trainings, right? 
we have employees, we have staff, we have managers who are, who are customer service um, um, people, salespeople, um, front end, um, front um, frontline executives. So we offer training um, in that regard in order for them to up their game in customer service, right? I obtain um, professional customer service training, right? Um, and so it is all, I've been doing this for over five years now. I'm still counting. And in the regards to online publications, um, publishing of books, right? So um, we have an aspect of people who want to add their book in digital format, in KDP. Sometimes also we have clients who come to us for... Um, they want to have an audio of their podcast, right? So we also help them in this regard. Now, not just um, boosting our brand, right? I think uh, we are out there to help clients, right? Achieve their production goals in the regards um, production of their books, right? Be it um, in um, text, in, in, uh, in books, in hardcovers, or in eBooks. And also in customer service, we help them you know, to up their game being a customer service um, consultant. Right. And when you just mentioned something there about the ebooks, you said KDP, which not many people will know what that means, but that's Kindle, isn't it? Sure. Kindle, a direct, um, I'm sorry for that, Kindle direct uh, production. And that's, uh, I think it's related to Amazon books. So, Amazon, yeah. So if people want to get their ebook on Amazon, that's what you help them with. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's a really important area, isn't it? I mean, I'm probably quite growing as well because it's not just a Kindle reader. You can download it on any digital device if you've got Amazon account and on your device and you can read it virtually, well, not virtually, but physically, but on your device as such. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, in just to ask a kind of kind of interests me actually is with the with the ebook with the KDP the Kindle publishing or or production how do you help people with that people just send their ebook to you and you get it on to Amazon no we begin from um the raw stage right you send right. your manuscript Boss, right. We have in-house um, writers, editors, right, copywriters who do stuff. So you send your manuscript to us just raw as it is. Then we work on the editing aspects. We work on the proofreading, right, copywriting, any other thing we need to do in that aspect of editing, right, before we begin the production proper. Okay, brilliant. So it's a full turnkey service, really, from the beginning to the end. That's right. And you say you have a team. How big is your team? Oh, we're growing, right? For now, I have um, between 10 to 15, right, uh, employees who work under me. 10 to 15, did you say? That's right. That's great. That's great. And so that covers all of the kind of you know, the helping you do the podcasting, the social media, digital marketing, um, the ebook stuff as well. And is that right? Sure. But I also do that, Michael. <laughs> you also know that I, I have, um, you know, uh, incredible um, podcast um, expertise, right? I learn on the job, right? As yes. you interview me, 
learning on the job. So I learned on the job. I put on my expertise, right? Even with my um, team. Sometimes, you know, if they're not available to do the production and post-production, you know, I get involved. I, I can do the production from, you know, from the outset to the final production, even to the social media marketing. I'm able right. to do that. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you started the business. So, yeah, you, you had to, <laughs> to learn everything yourself uh, and be the expert before you can, you know, get other people to do some of it. And what, what's the most enjoyable part of your job, Amobola? Mikey, you really had some incredible questions, and I love that. <laughs> oh, just having, uh, you know, having people, you know, in your space, you know, not just um, people who are not um, filling up uh, any or having any value to your life. You're having people who are having value to your life when as you are interviewing them. I think it's really a big deal for me because I tell people, even on my social media platforms, right, I'm not just, you know, um, being a mentor with my podcast uh, stuff, right? I'm not just uh, helping people outside. I'm also in, improving on myself. I'm helping myself. I'm learning, you know, on the path. There are some questions that I have in my heart. And sometimes when I have a guest, the guests, you know, you know, just give me the right answers. So, so these are the things that are so amazing to me on the journey, right? And, you know, I just feel like I'm just fulfilled, right? I'm just blessed. Brilliant. I, I love that answer because it's very similar to me. Um, <laughs> when I interview my guests, I when they share their stories and their journeys, I learn from it. So yeah. we're very similar in that respect that we're helping other people, but at the same time, by interviewing people, we're helping others. But at the same time, we're growing as individuals too because we hear stories that could be helpful to ourselves. And that's very clever. But I mean, you in particular, with the personal development side, <laughs> by having those guests on your podcast, you you get a lot of free advice that way. <laughs> <laughs> without, without, having to be paid, without having to pay for it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But we're, we're giving a massive, you know, and very good service to those people because they will get their voice heard. That's right. Um, you know, on the podcast, on so many different channels, as as we know. That's Brilliant. Right. So, um, Amobola, is, is there anything that I should have asked that I haven't asked? Anything else that you're doing that I haven't got out of you yet that you would like to share? Oh, oh well, I'm excited about this. I, ha I have a project in the pipeline, right, as a podcaster, right, professional podcaster. So I'm looking forward to... Being an author, having a book on podcasting, it's going to help aspiring podcasters or those who are already in the system of their game as a podcaster. So it's in the pipeline, and I'm looking forward to the production, right, um, this first quarter of the year. Also, I'm looking forward to having a podcast cross-promotion platforms where you have guests and hosts come together to collaborate. So this is an exciting project for me, and I'm looking forward, you know, to becoming a reality. Wow, that sounds great. Oh, well, keep please keep us updated on how you get on with that. So you're saying you're writing a book and you're creating a platform for podcasters to collaborate. That's right. Brilliant. Brilliant. Sounds amazing. Oh, I wish you a huge amount of luck with that. So 
Could you share with us if people would like to learn more about you or get in touch or become a guest on your podcast? How can they get in touch with you? Where can they find details about you? All right, Michael, being a podcaster just like you, right? If you'd like to be a guest on Live World, it's about mobile TV. Now, that's my podcast name, right? You can connect What's with What's it called? Me. Life well lived. Life well lived. Life well lived. Okay. Stephen. Okay, great. Right. Yes, carry on. You can do so. You can send a mail to me at omobilastephen.o at outlook.com. Perhaps you can also get in touch with me or get to know more about me, about what I do on my website, www.omobilastephen.online. Okay, great. And can they, you're on LinkedIn as well. They can connect with you on LinkedIn. Sure. On LinkedIn, I'm on Mobola Steven, and I'm also very active on Instagram, right? Um, on Mobola Steven on Instagram. That's all for now. Okay. Brilliant. Sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, lovely to hear your story. You're doing some amazing things um, and some amazing things for the future too. I wish you massive success, ongoing success with all your projects and future projects on Mobile. Please keep in touch um, and thank you for being a guest on the podcast all the way from West Africa. Thank you so much, Michael, for having me on this show. Really being a worthwhile time, right? Being a guest. I can only wish you the best of luck also in your interviews. Thank you so much. Take care for now. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share at will. I'm always looking for more listeners and guests, so do get in touch, please. You can find me pretty easily by searching for Staying Alive UK. Thank you. Staying Alive UK. Share your story.